Juggling both raising a family and growing a profitable photography business at the same time can feel impossible. Do you ever find yourself feeling like you have to choose between being a great mom, a present mom, the mom you always imagined you would be, or being an amazing business owner who totally crushes it every day and checks off all the to-dos? I used to think I just needed more time, but that didn't help me. I quickly realized in order to be more productive, I had to be really strategic about how I spent my time. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you my top six productivity hacks for maximizing the time that you do have, even if you feel like you don't have that much. Are you ready to get started? Let's jump right in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today talking about one of my absolute favorite topics and that's productivity. Before we get started, I'd love to take a few minutes to welcome any new listeners. Thank you for taking a chance on a new podcast. I know that it can be a little bit weird and you want to make sure that the podcast is worth your time. For those of you that are loyal returning listeners, what's up, mama? So pumped to have you here. You know that this is one of my favorite times of the week to get to pour into you and encourage you and empower you to take action, to not just listen to the information that I'm about to share with you, but to actually begin to implement it and let it change your world. In addition to this podcast, I also have a group coaching program called the Side Hustler to CEO for mamas who are ready to get off the sidelines, take serious action in their business, and grow a sustainable and profitable business without sacrificing their family or their sanity. Before I invite mamas to join me inside this six-month program, I do ask that they take my free five-day Passion to Profit Challenge. So if you haven't done this yet, be sure to sign up at thepurposegathering.com slash challenge. This five-day challenge will help you get your business set up for your next level of success. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know all about this Let's Get Personal section of the episode. But if you're new, just to explain it briefly, 
I want you to have an opportunity to get to know a little bit about me, the host behind this podcast. And then in a minute, I'm going to ask you a question and give you the opportunity for you to connect back to me. That is the one thing that I dislike about podcasts is that I I speak, but I can't receive. Like there's no other person talking back to me. And so this question of the episode that's coming is an opportunity for you to reach out to me, connect with me, introduce yourself, and keep the conversation a two-way street. Okay, so let's get personal. So one thing that I wanted to share with you today was this idea around self-care. Now, for many of you listening, I think you can relate that there's always so much to do. It never feels like we can get it all done. And I've heard a quote before that said, if you ever run out of a to-do list in your business, then you're out of business. And I think it is so true. We're never going to get to a point where there's nothing on our to-do list. We just are constantly having to keep up. We're constantly having to forecast in our business. There are always repetitive tasks that we have to continue to do. So we need to be using our time more strategically. One thing that I have been struggling with a lot is prioritizing physical exercise. I've had a gym membership for about six months, and I've maybe only gone a handful of times. Now, without going into too much detail and making this super long The short version is that we have very limited, strict screen time rules with our kiddos, and when I go to the gym and bring my kids, there is a room full of video games, and it's really hard for my son not to want to play them. And so I don't really feel like going to the gym when I know that he's going to be in there for an hour glued to video games. And so I have just made an excuse of not getting physical exercise because I don't want to go to the gym and take him with me. And so recently I just decided, you know what, if I am too busy to work out even just 10 minutes a day, then I am too busy. And so I decided that I was going to work out for at least 10 minutes every single morning before my kiddos woke up or at least before I got started for the day. And to up the ante, I was not allowed to get my cup of coffee until I finished my workout. And I cannot even tell you how much of a game changer this has been. Now, since I started this, I actually found this app called 7M, M is in minutes, and it basically is seven minute workouts and it is absolutely incredible. Check it out. I think it's a free trial for the first week and then it's $30 a year, but I am telling you what I have very rarely missed a workout in the two and a half, maybe three weeks that I've been doing it. So I highly recommend that whenever you are trying to start a new habit, you stack it on top of a habit that you already have. So every single morning, my alarm goes off at 6am. And I know that before I get my cup of coffee, I have to get my seven minute workout in. And again, if I can't fit a seven minute workout in, then I'm too busy. So I just wanted to use that 
little story as encouragement for you guys. If you are struggling in any area in your life, just start small. I have a whole episode about how to implement new habits. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes for you. But that's just something that I feel like all of us can really relate to when it comes to productivity. Okay, so here is my question for you. I want you to answer this question by the end of the episode and go ahead and reach out to me over on Instagram. I'm at The Purpose Gathering and I'm actually new on TikTok and I'm going to be really active over on TikTok at Ashley Freehan. So you can connect with me over on either platform and reach out to me and answer this question. What do you struggle with the most when it comes to time management? I can't wait to hear what you have to say, and hopefully by the end of the episode, you will have some incredible new ideas to start implementing to help with time management. Okay, let's jump right into these six most effective productivity hacks. Hack number one time tracking. I've talked about this a lot on my podcast, so I'm not going to go super into detail about it. However, I wanted to share with you a really cool new app that I just started using a few weeks ago. So right after I talked about time tracking in my in my episode 109, I found out about this app. It's called Toggle. It's spelled T-O-G-G-L. It's toggle.com. It has a mobile app and then it also has a desktop version with a Chrome extension. And what's really cool about this is that whenever you want to start time tracking, so whenever you sit down to do a task, you just hit start and then you can hit stop when you're done and it tracks your time for you. And then you can write what task you were doing. And then you can even assign a project tag to it. And so you know what category basically that task was under. And so I have been using this for, like I said, a few weeks. And it is incredible to see the data. So if you are not time tracking yet, I highly, highly encourage you to start. You will see incredible insight into where you're wasting time and where you should be investing more time. And so you want to be thinking about income generating tasks. If you are spending a lot more of your time doing like admin behind the scenes, like editing type of work, the type of work that is not income producing, Income producing tasks would be like visibility opportunities, getting in front of new audiences, marketing strategies and campaigns, sales calls, things of that nature. You need to start shifting where the majority of your time is being spent. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about time tracking. If you want more details and more information about how to time track, also how to time block, because time blocking is another really big thing that I just can't get into today, but I have several complimentary episodes that I'll link below. Episode 109, Organize Your Day So You Can Work and Play. 
Episode 53, Five Mistakes That Are Sabotaging Your Productivity. And finally, Episode 36, Maximize Your Productivity with Minimal Time. That one is all about how to time block. It's extremely beneficial if you've never done that before or just need a crash course refresh. Okay, so hack number two is going to be task management. This is huge. I can't tell you how many people I talk to that don't have a system for tracking all the things that they have to do. They just try to remember it and it stays in their head. And this is going to be the number one reason why you feel so stressed and overwhelmed all the time because you just are hanging on to all of this information. And our brain is really meant to process information. It is not supposed to be a memory bank that stores a bunch of information. And so it's really important that you have a system in place for where all of your tasks will live. So I do go into a bit of detail about this in episode 36, but to give you just a little bit of a brief overview, you're going to want to make sure that you have a list of all the items that you do on repeat. So this is going to be your master to-do list, and then you have a master task list, which is going to be all of those sort of one-off tasks that just pop into your mind. Maybe they only need to be done, you know, like every once in a while. So that's not something that you're going to put on repeat on your master to-do list, but it's going to be on your master task list. Then when anything pops into your head that you need to remember to do, you just add it to that master task list. And then when you are planning out your week, you can start to assign what days and time blocks you're going to be completing those tasks. Now, it's really important that you make a plan for what tasks you want to accomplish. And this is really important. You, If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know how much I love talking about being the CEO in your photography business. Every business needs a CEO and you are yours. Hate to break it to you, that is the truth. And so you have to learn what that means for you and your business. But one of the number one things that you need to think about when you are the CEO is the future focus of your business. Where is your business going? You need to have a plan. You need to have a big picture profit plan of what you want out of your business. Because what a successful business looks like to me might be very different than what a successful business looks like to you. And so you first have to define what success looks like for you and your family, and then you need to create a plan for how to get there. And one of the days, actually, I think it's the second day in the Passion to Profit Challenge that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, walks you through how to make this big picture profit plan. Also, another really awesome resource for you is I have a couple of episodes that I did towards the beginning of this year all about planning your year, how to plan for the most epic year ever, and then how to break that down into quarterly planning. So if this is something that you really struggle with is thinking big picture for your business and really wanting to have a goal, have certain things that you want to accomplish and not just kind of flying by the seat of your pants, 
check out episodes number 92 and 93. These episodes will help you create a plan for your business for the year and then also help you learn how to execute that business plan because there's no point in having a plan if you don't actually take the steps to put the plan into action. So the final thing that I will say here on this point is to create tasks for everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. You need to have check-offable tasks in order to be productive in your business. So you cannot just put something on your to-do list, such as create client blog posts, because we all know that creating a blog post has many different steps. And so it's important that each step of that creation process gets turned into a task in your task management system. Now, I didn't share this before, but I use Trello. And in the Side Hustler to CEO group coaching program, I do have Trello boards that are already made for you. They're templates that you can just copy and paste and use right away. So these are tools that will help you create this system that will get you out of overwhelm so much faster. Okay, let's chat about productivity hack number three, and that is creating a connection routine with your kids. Now, before you pause and think, that doesn't sound like a productivity hack, hear me out, because it absolutely is, and it's one of the most beneficial hacks that you will ever find. And I promise you, if you try this, if you implement it, it works. And if it doesn't work, it just means that you need to implement it for longer before it starts working. So let me explain what I mean by this. Our kiddos have an innate need for attention. And if you've listened to any of my other parenting episodes, this should become so familiar to you that you are starting to memorize it. And if you haven't done this yet and you've heard me talk about it and you are waiting or you just keep forgetting about it, pause this episode right now, go set an alarm in your phone and don't turn the alarm off ever. Just like keep the alarm on repeat every day to do this connection time with your kiddos and it will become a habit for you. But I'm telling you what, kids need attention and they if they don't get it in a positive way, they will act out in a negative way to get attention. And so why this is so important is you want to front load this connection with your kiddos before they act out in a negative way. So giving your kids 10 minutes of one-on-one attention before you start a work block. Now, I understand that you might have more kids than I do. I only have two kids. And so it's easy for me to spend 10 minutes with each of them. And I should preface this. I don't mean do this before every single work block. I just mean do this before your first work block. Okay, giving your kids this 
window of attention where they don't have to compete with their sibling. They get every single ounce of your one-on-one attention for 10 minutes and they get to choose what you do. Now, the only caveat here is that it has to be some form of connection. And so in my opinion, watching a show together or playing a video game together is not connection. Um, Obviously, you can use this to your own discretion, but I feel like connection is playing, it's reading, it's snuggling, it's one-on-one, it's that actual attention where you're spending time together. If you can be conversing with each other, I feel like that's even better. So spending that time with your kiddos, what does this do? Now it gives them this positive attention in advance. So now they don't have to seek that negative attention anymore. So when you sit down to work, they are going to be so much more compliant and they're going to allow you that space that you need to work. Now, of course, this is different for every kiddo based on their age, but I started this with my kids when they were extremely young, and I just had to set up the other kiddo in an area where I could see them, right? So maybe there was a baby gate dividing them, and or we were in a separate room. So maybe, you know, one kiddo played in their room while the other one and I were out in the playroom, or vice versa, right? We were in their room while the other one was in the playroom. And so you can create this separation. And when, if you have more than two kiddos, you can have like a sibling time. While you're doing one-on-one with one kiddo, the rest is having sibling time. Now you might be also thinking, Ash, that sounds great and all, but my kids cannot get along with me out of the room. Well, that is a whole nother conversation for another day. And I do have a podcast episode about sibling rivalry that I will post below. But I want you to start to see how important this is. Our kiddos usually bug us during work blocks because they didn't get that attention that they needed from us. And so I also recommend that you do shorter work blocks with attention in between. And so it might be that you're going to work, you know, for 50 minutes, and then you're going to go and play with your kiddos for 15. And now this would be all together as a group. Or, you know, you're going to just take a little bit of a break and grab a snack or play, you know, Simon Says or Hide and Seek for a few minutes just to give them that hit of attention in between. But I promise you, if you give this a try and you stick with it, and you are consistent, you will see a huge difference in your productivity because you're not being interrupted by your kids every other second. Productivity hack number four is to eliminate distractions. And now I don't mean to throw your kids out in the backyard forever, right? Because our kids can be extremely distracting. But if you implement hack number three, These distractions are going to be much more minimal from your kiddos. But by this, I mean turning your phone onto airplane mode. Anytime things pop into your brain as you're working, you don't stop and go jump into a different task because you're afraid you're going to forget. You're going to add that task to your master task list, and then you're going to assign it to a day when you're going to get back to it. Or you're going to set an alarm on your phone to remember to do that task because it's very important. Next, I recommend turning on some calming music. If your kiddos are older, you can probably put in headphones and get away with not 
listening to their every move. If your kids are younger, then you might not want to wear headphones and be aware of what's happening. But this calming music just helps sort of drown out what's happening in the background and just gives you that calm sense of peace while you're working. I also think it's really important to just get used to tuning out the noise. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I used to believe this lie that I had to work in silence. And that just is not an option for me anymore, especially now that we homeschool. My kids are home with me a great majority of the time. And I have just had to get used to working at trampoline parks and at the park and at the you know, poolside and with other tiny humans around that might be screaming and making noise. And so I've just really had to adjust and learn to work when it's distracting. I also think it's important to just be flexible, right? When we are working from home and we have kids, it's so I mean, it's just, it's unrealistic to think that we can eliminate all distractions, okay? It's just unrealistic. So we do have to be flexible. And I think allowing myself this flexibility to know that if my kids need me, that I can go tend to them without feeling resentment towards them. Because I have struggled with that for a long time. And I still struggle with that sometimes, right? I have to really check my attitude when I'm working to make sure that I am setting clear boundaries, but that I'm not going too far, because I do think you can go too far setting boundaries where you start to just ignore your children. And so I don't want that to happen either. So I do feel like there's a good balance that you have to strike with being flexible. Now with that, I will say white space is extremely important. If you are scheduling too many things back to back and you don't have white space in your calendar, there that is when I've noticed the most bitterness and resentment comes out is because I'm stressed because there is a time crunch. And I have scheduled things so close together that I didn't leave room for any distractions. And so I think that's important to leave white space. Don't schedule things back to back and just expect that things are not always going to go according to plan perfectly. Okay, productivity hack number five is to regularly journal or brain dump your thoughts. This helps you process all the things that are going on in your in your mind. So similar to hack number two, which was creating a task management system, this, this hack is all about just processing. So sometimes your brain is so overwhelmed that you don't even know what tasks you have because You can't even process. So this brain dump and this journaling is just writing everything on your mind out on paper, not editing it as you go, just literally writing everything, anything that comes to mind. And then when you're done, that's when you can start to edit and make some sense of your scribblings. (laughs) So Why I suggest you do this on paper is because there is a very different set of processing that happens when you are writing versus when you are typing. And so I think it's important that you give this a try. If you are not someone who likes to write, 
don't don't think of it as writing. Just think of it as processing, okay? Again, you're not making sure anything makes sense. You're not editing it. You are just dumping it onto a piece of paper. So once you've done this, then as I mentioned, you can go through and start to pinpoint what are the things that you need to do. Maybe there are some things that are just constantly on your mind because you don't have a system for them. And so that would be a task that you can think about or that you can add to your task management system. Create a system for blogging, right? And give yourself some space in your calendar to think through those things. Okay, that was kind of a short hack, but I feel like it's super self-explanatory and it's one that I think a lot of people just don't even remember or think about doing, but it's so important. I do this on a regular basis, especially when I'm extremely overwhelmed and I can't figure out why. So if you ever get to that point where you're like, gosh, I just have so much in my head, I feel like I'm so behind, I will never catch up, and you start to completely spin out of control, this is when you need a brain dump. (laughs) Go ahead, schedule it in if you have to, or just go for it. But I promise you, it's so helpful. Okay, my last and final productivity hack is to schedule in no work days. It is so extremely important that you give your creative brain a rest. This is a really hard one for me to say because it's a really hard one for me to live out. But I know that there are some of you that need to hear this and there are some of you that are like me and tend to be on that workaholic spectrum where we love work so much that we have to have boundaries or it can be dangerous. So having my kids at home and being a homeschool mom has really forced me to be strategic because I don't have as much time anymore. My kids need me, obviously, in a different way. And it has been extremely eye-opening for me to have these built-in breaks because they're home with me. And so I can speak from experience now being on the flip side of having my kids in public school full-time where I thought things would be different. I thought having all this time to myself would be different, but what it did was it just made me more of a workaholic. (laughs) I didn't take any time for myself, and so it was more of that mindset shift. And so creating days where you don't work is built-in rest. It's also that built-in white space that we talked about. But I think as creatives, we go, go, go so often that we don't give ourselves any time for that creativity to blossom. We are constantly in work mode. It feels like we're going from kids needs to client needs to spouse needs to household needs. And there's very little buffer for our own needs. And so it's really important that we take the time to pour into ourselves. And it's funny how little time we really truly need to pour into ourselves. If you just start small, take it one step at a time and have the space and the capacity to do the things that you want to do, it really genuinely increases your productivity in other areas when you take care of yourself first. 
All right, mama, I feel like I could talk to you all day about productivity and how important it is to be strategic about your time. But just to recap, the six most effective productivity hacks are number one, time tracking and time blocking. Number two, task management and creating a plan. Number three, creating a connection routine with your kids. Four, eliminating distractions and being flexible. Five, regularly brain dump and journal out your thoughts. And six, schedule in no work days and stick to it. I hope that you have found value in today's episode. If so, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it and share it out on Instagram, tag me at The Purpose Gathering, and be sure to connect with me in DMs and answer the question of the video was, what do you struggle with the most when it comes to time management? And which of these productivity hacks do you think will be most helpful for you? As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.